Welcome to the Movement Minutes with your host, Reed Nellis. Here, we pursue the human connection. We learn how to empower one another. We discuss clinical pearls. We discover our passions. We reflect on our capacity to achieve. We remain open to novel trends and concepts because regardless of our backgrounds or experiences, our successes or failures, we all speak the same language, human movement. All right, everybody, we're back with another episode of Fill Your Cup, actionable steps that you can take to fill your cup up so that you can let it overflow with in order to help others live their best lives as well. Today's topic is conversation, specifically adequate necessities of conversation that we as humans crave before the pandemic even started to be more human. I'm sure you guys have all had this scenario happen where your phone starts buzzing, buzzing on vibrate because more people should keep their phone on vibrate, not loud ringtones, totally different subject, but your phone starts buzzing and an old friend or an acquaintance from high school or college, uh, their name pops across the screen. You're like, huh, I wonder what that's about. What do you do? Do you answer it? Do you ignore it? Are they calling because somebody is in dire need of help? Are they expecting their first child? Did they get engaged? You don't know. So what do you do? Maybe, just maybe, they just want to say hi and see how you're doing. That's what I'm talking about today. Calling someone to have a genuine conversation with because we can't really meet face-to-face right now. Even though if we could, we should still be calling our friends and people we care about. Human connection. Again, like I said before, we needed and craved this human connection even before the pandemic started. Now more than ever, I think a lot of us have found out that we are missing this human connection and this human conversation with our friends and family members and heck, sometimes even the people that you live with. This is coming from a fraud of an extrovert. I'm I'm actually an introvert. Uh, I just fake being an extrovert really well. So even though I'm an introvert, even I need human connection. Now, granted, if you're a supreme extrovert, you might need not only more of that, but with a varying source of different people. So where I'm most likely calling, actually phone calling, you know, six to seven or eight of my good friends on a weekly basis or on a bi-weekly basis, you might want to call a hundred people. That's totally fine. Whatever this means to you of who your acquaintances and friends are and loved ones are, call them. By doing this, we're showing our gratitude for them, how much we appreciate them as human beings, as friends, as family members, as old lovers for all I care about. Whoever they are, we're showing them that we appreciate them in our lives. Even just a quick five-minute conversation, just to shoot the shit and see what's going on, is not only going to help them have a happier day, hopefully, but help you be happier as well. The issue that I'm sure a lot of you guys are thinking about is, oh, I do stay connected with my friends. I I see their kids on Instagram throwing Legos all the time, and I saw that they just got a new dog, or I saw that they had uh, you know, Chef Boyardee for lunch on Wednesday because they posted a picture of it with a cool filter and everything on Instagram. That is connection, don't get me wrong, but it's not the connection that I'm talking about right now. The issue is that technology has helped us feel more connected, but if we look at the research, we don't really get that same feeling, that dopamine endorphin response that we do with real human conversation. The point is, although the dosage of that connection that you're getting on Instagram or social media or even via a text is the same or similar amount of dosage, the type of medicine that we're talking about, the form in which it's coming in of that connection is just wrong. When we're having these conversations, these verbal conversations, listening and talking, listening and talking, reciprocity happening between these two individuals or multiple individuals, research has shown that it increases your quality of life. 
What we're finding through research is that how well-connected or isolated you are, that affects your cardiovascular health, your immune system functioning, and cognitive health and well-being mentally and uh, task-making and all that stuff as, as well. But it also could help the rate at which your cells decay or aka we die. So this might, research is saying, might have a life expectancy outcome too. You've heard that laughter is the best medicine. Well, oftentimes when we're having these phone conversations or in-person conversations, we end up laughing because these are our loved ones. These are our friends. These are our people. This is our tribe, right? We enjoy their presence, and oftentimes we laugh. And that actually, according to some research, makes us live longer and live better lives. So what I'm asking of you is to, to find a challenge. Find a time in your day, whether that's driving home, walking around the grocery store. Actually, don't do that walking around the grocery store because nobody wants to listen to your conversation as you're picking out asparagus. So not at the grocery store, but on the drive home, depending on the person you're talking to, you could do it while I poop for all I care. Just find a time to call people that are important to you in your life. How many? Well, that's up to you. My recommendation is call one person a week, not the same person every week, which if you want to do that too, that's perfectly fine. Hopefully that's somebody that you really, really love, but go ahead and scroll through your contacts on your iPhone, pick out a random person that you know, I mean, not a random person, but a person that you appreciate and love and call them, call somebody else in the next week, call one person a week out of your comfort zone maybe, and just have a genuine five minute conversation with them. Remember, this shouldn't be a chore. It shouldn't be a daunting task. You shouldn't be sweating bullets before you call this person. Be you. Be comfortable. They're your friend. They're somebody you appreciate. Let them know that. So even when they answer with a, uh, yes, can I help you? Which I've had on numerous occasions because I love calling people out of the blue. This isn't supposed to be a chore, right? Don't lead with something boring like, uh, so what's new with you, right? That, that's just weird. Nor should you open up about all your issues that you're experiencing that week and just dump your information on them. This is about them. You're supposed to be expressing your gratitude for this person in your life. So ask them how they're doing. Ask them what they're doing. Ask them what's, maybe it is what's new, right? Just make it interesting and make it about them. The more you can gain their feelings of empathy, sympathy, happiness, sadness, gratitude off of them, the better not only they're going to feel of having somebody to talk to, but the better you're going to feel as a human being as well. This, again, fill your cup idea of the more filled our cup is, the more we're going to be able to share it with others is the point of this podcast and is the point of our lives. We should be servants in the world helping others live their best life possible. So thank you for listening to this rant today. Go call someone. Call your grandpa. Call your spouse. Call your best friend from middle school for all I care. Just call someone. Tell them how much they mean to you. Tell them a funny story. Listen to a funny story. And be more human, everybody.